<laughs> Hello, my name is Thomas Druthers. I'm Will Leggetter. And today we are concluding our fortnight of Hitchcock with 1960s Psycho. <laughs> Good afternoon. Here we have a quiet little motel tucked away off the main highway and as you see, perfectly harmless looking when in fact it has now become known as the scene of the crime. The story of, uh, well, we think it's the story of Marion Crane, but she gets offed, and we then learn more and more about Norman Bates and his mother, Norma. Will, do you remember your first time seeing Psycho? Um, it was recently. It was probably in the summer before I went to uni, um, I, as a, a lot of films were, really, because um, I thought, I might meet someone that's really into films at uni, like yourself, yeah. and feel left out. So I need to ramp up my knowledge. Oh, right. But it's it's very very good. It I think I watched it. It must have been on telly. I haven't got a DVD. So Again, it's not on telly often. Beautiful masterpiece collection. Which is, if I may say so, a little more sinister looking, less innocent than the motel itself. And in this house, the most dire, horrible events took place. I think we can go inside because the place is up for sale. Although I don't know who's going to buy it now. In that window on the second floor, the single one in front, that's where the woman was first seen. Let's go inside. Um, I suspect. I asked this well because I remember the first time I watched Psycho. The year, well, I can't remember the year. <laughs> I was in my 19. old house. <laughs> I can still smell the fresh paint. <laughs> um, I, the China had never been used. They said the Titanic <laughs> was the ship of dreams. And it was. Dun, 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 dun. Well, Titanic's a different episode. Um, so I was startlingly young, um, my uh, Uncle Robert did a DVD copy of it uh, and it was Halloween time and we were doing the pumpkins and my mum's thing with horrors for letting me watch horrors was we'd watch them in the day because apparently that makes it better, um, well it makes it easier for a child. Uh, film finished obviously in, in, and it was dark. Uh, it was great watching it and carving the pumpkins, it was very good. And then that night, again, I was very, very young. Uh, our, you never saw my old house, but our top floor layout was exactly the same as the Bates house uh, with the banister <laughs> and the hallway. Uh, yeah. And the toilet was at the top of the stairs. So I just, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So I went, <laughs> Mom, Mom, Mom. And then, Dad's giving it quietly. Seth, I told you you should watch it. I told you you should watch it. So he comes out, <laughs> he comes in and he goes, you're all right, you're all right, you're not to talk. So I'm 
So then my dad goes down to the toilet that we have downstairs because he just took it as an opportunity to have a wee. So I'm stood, obviously stood weeing, facing yeah. the toilet. My mum feels bad. So she comes, Bill and Tira, taps me on the shoulder. I'm sorry, Lou. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking she were normal babes. <laughs> then I scream, then she screams, then my dad pops out from toilet downstairs. What's happening? And then Isabel wakes up, who was only four at the time of summer. Oh, everyone is dreaming. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> great time. Um, opening line Hall of Fame. It's very rude. You never did eat your lunch, did you? Wonder why. Hitchcock. Uh, what if they were eating lunch? Here's some YouTube comments. So that is where the sound effect comes from. Here's one of those where I don't think, I think, you know, if you were on Pointless, it'd get at least 95. You played that oh, yeah. sound, you'd know it's psycho. Yeah. Um, don't really trust this person. We all go a little mad sometimes. So true. And then that emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Undoning um, <laughs> multiple murders. Um, they should definitely do a 60th anniversary in 2020 with this shown in theatres across the states. Theatres would be super packed. Well, they are inadvertently doing this. As we mentioned in last week's episode, Psycho is one of the uh, films that they're trialing reopening theatres with. Um, definitely a cult classic. I don't think that's true at all. I think that's it's just a full-blown classic. Same I don't think. It, yeah. I think it's very, very popular. Um, and then Norman Bates has commented six years ago. Oh. I remember this well. So does Mother. So somebody's. Well, it's funny, aren't they? Oh, that's... Somebody's trying... I was going to say. <laughs> Somebody's trying to even be funnier. Marion Crane updated her Facebook status. Being stabbed in the shower, lol. This was seven years ago, so... I, was Facebook really big then? Mm. Was that the peak of Facebook? Yeah. I think I was joining it at 13, actually. 13? I was 2014, I think. Mm. You win. Yes. Being dragged to the morgue. LMAO. Swag. YOLO. I don't even understand what the... I mean, I do, I'm not an old man. I do understand what all those things are. Um, yeah, so the YouTube comments really trying to be funny this week. Hmm. And they didn't succeed. Will. You know, Hello. Ten-minute stretches. What do you think is the best ten-minute stretch in this film? Oh, oh, this is very. Uh, it's gonna have to be the reveal. I think. Yeah. It's. There's a there's a, a lot of good long stretches, but I think if you if you're thinking about what he does best, which is suspense and that build up of tension, so that sudden reveal. Of the, the Vera um, Lila Loomis uh, coming to the house is uh, a, a stunning sequence. Um, I'll you do one of my changes now. Is that indentation in the bed a bit, a bit, bit, a bit deep? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I know that she's always there. 
Yeah. But she's not always there because he sometimes puts her in the window <laughs> and he hides <laughs> her in the basement. I don't know if that is a proper indentation. Alas. Um, yeah. Have you got any other nominations for Best Home Instrument? Um, you've got the, the car journey to, to the motel and like she, she thinks she starts seeing people looking suspicious. That's, that's a good one. I like Marion at the, at the motel. I like that. So the, uh, I mean, my favorite scene in the whole film is the, um, the conversation in the back of the parlor between Marion and Norman. Oh. Uh, I just think that's one of, if we're talking about yeah. the sheer, uh, script beauty i think that's i think that's actually one of the most underrated uh, composed and written scenes of all time I, I think that needs to be in the conversation when it comes to you know i adore inglorious bastards but you know people come on give a bit of credit to psycho and you know i the opening of inglorious bastards obviously needs its due and it gets it but that scene with Marion and Norman lays out everything. There's incredible lines. You've got Norman snapping and building. Yeah. It's brilliant. I also like, and I don't know why, the cleanup of Marion's death. Um, I don't know what it is. It's rather hallucinating to me. I, 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 it's in that weird vertigo, languid, slightly slow. <laughs> Just find it in, in uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we the slow zoom into the eye. Well, that's not that's cool. That, that's right. We'll talk. I'm sure we'll get to that. That's yeah. astounding. Um, yeah. To, well, I think we're going to talk about it now. Tom's weirdly specific favorite parts of the film. Yeah. It's the credits again. These incredible Bernard Herrmann. Mm. Um, and also the lines. Yeah. If we're talking just music, I obviously the <laughs> is incredible and iconic, but I much prefer the the. Dun, the dun. Great. Also, there's a That's lovely little the... theme later. Uh, the sort of slower thing. Just a very melancholic, beautifully sets the scene. One of the first pieces I learned on the piano, the psycho theme. I thought, oh, that that's true? The yeah, oh. it's the edgy. And I used it in GCC music composition. Oh. What fun? I got told off. Uh, Dracula again. I just threw everything oh, into you, that Dracula Oh, you piece. lied. Oh, so you are. Ah, you so it it was supposed to be your own composition. Yes. Um, William. Oh, the, this was uh, yes. This was luckily wasn't assessed. It was a uh, uh, one of the first introductory activities. But My. You, you, I got called out. I got called out. That's not your own song, is it? Like no, it's sake. I wish I I should have I should have got a memory stick or something and got my GCSE music compositions because they were mental. It was like Brian Eno on acid. Like we called one of them Cathedral because me and uh, my music teacher Mr. Wells joked that this is what some um, crazy snipers hear when they go to the top of a cathedral <laughs> to kill a bunch of people <laughs> in a random town. Because not I I wrote. Um... Peripet, not peripety, that's an existing. I wrote like a, a strange absurd, and then I did a full on, um, like 20 instrument orchestral symphony that lasted oh, about yeah. five minutes. Yeah, this was the pro this was another problem was that they were all 10 minute full, yeah, <laughs> like <but laughs> different 
like it were like Queen innuendos. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you were building into building, and then yeah, and then suddenly a big it really picked up then uh, at the end. Um, the crosswalk, uh, beautifully uh, homage mm. in uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, just a great little moment uh, with the boss. Was it, oh. Is he outside the studios? Or, or is it just a... What it did, looks, oh, it looks fake. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah, it no, like, it's definitely a rear screen projection. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's better in Pulp Fiction, though, because he yeah? actually runs him going, over. I was going back to this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is what it's missing. You motherfucker. Mm. Great stuff. Um, is the best part of that film. That's his best performance. He right? simultaneously is. Uh, this is. I'm so caught with. His with, girlfriend is. There we go. Abysmal. This is. Oh, is that, is that what we agree on? There we go. This is my biggest problem with Pulp Fiction. I think the Gold Watch is my favourite segment. Mm. Mm. But blueberry pancakes. I love. I want blueberry. Will you perform our six honey blueberry pancakes? Cats sticker. <laughs> and then I, I, I just put it in the bag. I just it was on the kangaroo. Um yes. And so because of her, then my favorite segment is probably Vincent Vega and Marcellus Wallace's wife. Does she look like a bitch? Because that has that incredible... <laughs> it has a lot. It spans a lot. That is then a I tasty burger. It. <laughs> oh, it's, I can endlessly quote that. The cornerstone of any nutritious diet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at big beans of bread. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I affect your dinner? <laughs> well, allow me to retort. Someone um, parodied it. Um, they... Um, you know, when he because he plays Frozone as well in The Incredibles. Oh, and that like, is one of my favorite videos. <laughs> it's like, what? Say what again? <laughs> it's great. Um, I love the first time we've seen the Bates Motel sign through the rain. I love the first mother, Dark. the introduction to the mother when uh, Marion. Oh, don't let that whore into my house, no man. Yeah. That's great. And then she's like, I think I've put you into some trouble. What do you think? Um, I don't know how to phrase that this is one of my favourite parts. I love the peephole scene. I think it's a really creepy and well done moment. Where did I, where did I lose you? Um, from the beginning of that sentence. Okay. Um, I don't know how to put this, but one of my favourite parts is the peephole scene. I think it's really creepily done. Oh, that's, I like, that's in my list, yeah. That's our first reveal that Norman's not who he is. I mean, it's not a first yeah. reveal because unfortunately, this is one of those movies where we, I knew everything anyway. I, I think actually, oh, well, no, actually, I tell a lie. I am lucky enough to watch it as a small child before just pop culture and just, I, I think if I asked my sister, 
who knows nothing about films and has never seen Psycho and wouldn't dare to watch Psycho because it's black and white and old. If she, to outline the plot to me, she could at least, I think, do, there's a guy who kills people in a motel and he dresses up like his mother. I think, like, you can, you can, and also the shower scene is so iconic and is discussed so frequently that um, there's no way you can avoid uh, the fact that Marion dies, which of course is a very shocking moment if you're in Saturn 1960 and you're like, oh, the girl from Bye Bye Birdie. Not the girl from Bye Bye Birdie, she was in Bye Bye Birdie after. Janet Leigh. Um, yeah, the eye and the drain of the shower scene, that is my favorite moment, is the eye into the drain, well no, rather the drain into the eye. Great magical thing. I know. When did I lose you again? Uh, you you were off for a bit then. Yeah. It's on as normal. The Wi-Fi is on as normal. It's in my room now. The booster is in my room. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm in. I'm in the room with the best Wi-Fi in the house as well. Well, fine now. Mm. Maybe if we just keep talking. <laughs> this is very odd. Um, my favourite part. Every time, every time, every time you're vaguely still, I start stop talking. <laughs> oh, I'll, 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 I'll sit, doing this. I'll sit coffee. <laughs> um, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know where my head. <laughs> um, my favourite part of the shower scene is the uh, drain into the eye. Uh, oh, that's... Without a shadow of a doubt. Slow zoom in, and you could just help with... Oh, it's it's harrowing. It's horrible. Tarp it into the car. I just find that very satisfying, and I don't know why. The car disappearing into the tarp it. I don't know what it is. And then it stops. He's like... Yeah. And very soon. Uh, the introduction of Martin Balsam when he nearly walks into the camera. Uh, I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, the flick of the sign, uh, turning it on when Norman is with uh, Martin Balsam and he's just like, oh, we got to flick the light on. And it's just that once, oh, you are kidding me. Oh, no, you weren't. Wait. No, I, I, was, I was just... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, now you're doing it. Now you're doing it. That's a good one. Did you hear my breathe? I did. I did. Yours was more convincing than mine. Thank you. I, I thought that was pretty a good. I thought it was there a was, good there, point. There was a slight be... moment where I thought, oh no, no, he actually has gone. But I can't. I can't weaken my mind. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, I'm um, too much again. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the and then the, finally the skull superimposed onto Norman's face. Uh, oh, for just a just yeah. And that started a, a myth actually that that didn't actually exist because only half of it was a late edition. So in 1960, oh. only half of the prints had it. 
So it did start an urban myth for a while because obviously in 1960, nobody, nobody thought that <laughs> you'd see these movies again. I, I, I just can't imagine that. Like sitting, being in like 1960 and thinking, oh, that was great. Maybe they'll put it on TV once in five years. I just can't imagine not having, oh, I'll just, oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just watch. <laughs> Postcast from the edge now. Anyway, um, Will's my general favourite part of the film. Well, linking back to that, I think that the whole final, final, final shot of Norman just sat there. Yeah, that's my. And then when it, yeah. when he's, is that your minute? Yeah, when he, he, he his eyes just look up and the oh, it's that's good acting. That's very good acting. Underrated performance. I mean, it's not. Mm. A, it's simultaneously not an underrated performance because everybody who talks about the film, talks about how incredible it is. Yeah. But I don't think it gets the credit it deserves as, you know, it's never in any conversations of best performance <laughs> of the 60s or something. Myself included, I, I did a, I was asked to do some recommendations and I, um, I'll, that's a fun game. We'll do that now. I was asked to do some recommendations of best performances ever. And I split it by decade. And basically, every decade, I gave myself, I think it was three options. I gave myself three options, and uh, then I gave myself some cheeks. Uh, oh. And I did male and female. So let's see. Oh. Yes, here it is. Here we go. Best male performance. So we started in we started in um, we started in the fifties. Well, no, we technically started in the forties. I but I only had I only had one. I did Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca. So fifties. Um, Your clue is we've just talked about one of them. Oh, it'll be. Oh, but is it your favorite? Um, so it's either Vertigo or North by Northwest. It's James Stewart and Vertigo. Um, your clue next 50s one is the you know the seminal uh, performance uh, of the theatre stage of the 50s and then translated to film um, it will be um, Gene Kelly Marlon Brando streak on his night Oh, uh, singing and, in the rain. <laughs> and then the and then the final one for the fifties was uh, for, your clue is La La Land first date. Oh, um, Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean, sixties. Yeah. Uh, you you've got. I'll just go through. Maybe easy. You're not going to guess them all. Oh, uh, oh, I might do. Okay, fine then. Sixties. I'll give you the actor, you give me the film. 60s Dustin Hoffman. Graduate. 60s Jack Lemmon. Um, something like it hot? The oh, apartment. that's 50s. The apartment. Oh, that's we'll get to this in Oscar Travesty because it was the apartment mm. that uh, swept. And Richard Burton. Um, Lawrence of Arabia. He's Who's not in that, of, is he? He's not in it. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? 70s, I gave myself uh, two cheats here. Of course you did. Uh, Roy Scheid. Go on. Is it because of the Godfathers? Uh, mostly. 
Roy, <laughs> Roy Scheider. I don't know. All that jazz. Tim Curry. Oh, uh, Rocky. Yeah. Horror picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, one flew over the cuckoo's yeah. nest. That's Al Pacino. Godfather. Part two. Um, and then it's a, a, a kind of a cheat. William Holden and Peter Finch, same film. Jaws. Ne network. <laughs> neither David of those. Seventies movies. Neither of those. <laughs> We're into the eighties. Robert De Niro. Oh, I know this one now. It's um, it's it's not Taxi Driver because it's um, Raging Bull. Oh no, King of um, Comedy. We're coming to that. Jack Nicholson. Shining. Correct. Dustin Hoffman. Uh, uh, Rain Man. Tootsie. I think it's a better performance. Uh, <laughs> 90s, Robert De Niro. Meet the Fockers. Cape Fear. I, I was a bit... I didn't know whether to allow myself to have people more than once. I think it could be a more varied list. However, also... I, I mean, it's testament to the actor, though, because De Niro's yeah. one of my favourite actors of all. Of all. Yeah, De, De Niro's twice, Jack Nicholson's twice, yeah. Hoffman's twice. I think that's just... I think that's it. Um, yeah. 90s Robert De Niro. 90s Robert De Niro? Yeah. Um, uh, counselor, oh. counselor. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins and Ted Levine. I know that one. That's Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yes. Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Same film. Comedy. Uh, um, I could have also uh, had from the same film Hank Azaria, who is excellent. Oh, he's the Simpsons Hackman, guy. Gene Hackman, who is excellent in the film. I don't know. The Birdcage. Incredible film. One of my favourite comedies of all time. 2000s. Christian Bale. The Dark Knight. American Psycho. You <laughs> think of it that my, one of my best performances <laughs> of all time. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Will be Lincoln because that's shite. Um, and it will be. Ah, two thousand twelve. There point. will be blood. And Tom Cruise and Jason Robards in. It's a flower. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the twenty tens. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix in. The master. Uh, Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. Yes. I know that one because he's very good in it. Oh, heartbreaking film. I just can't read it. And Michael Keaton in Birdman. Birdman is correct. Watch women. First half of that last night. Not just the first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? I have. Oh, good. I saw it all with the, the folks, and then it's come onto Netflix. So uh, what a, what a great film. It's, that's oh, an Oscar travesty. Birdman. <laughs> it is. Well, now, 
No, it's not. Oh, wait, his best actor is. Oh, my, yeah. don't. <laughs> Do not <laughs> get started on any, anybody. <laughs> anybody could do that for two hours. I know he crooked his spine or whatever. Michael Keaton made you laugh, made you cry, made you feel. Anyway. <laughs> That's on Netflix as well. It's great. Wonderful. Best <laughs> female performance. Three by the decade. I've given myself six cheats, apparently. Uh, of course you have. Oh, what, what male performances do you think I'm missing? Of the 50s or just ever? Ever. Oh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, that was pretty excellent. Um, Ignore oh. that the, you've got the three. Just which ones have I missed? Um, Hugh Grant in Paddington 2. <laughs> that, that, oh, that is pretty exceptional. Why? That's the Os that's the biggest Oscar travesty. Oh no, yeah, that absolutely. They didn't perform that live. <laughs> they didn't open the Oscars. Listen to that radar. What an incredible! Oh, we've talked about it. We go back to the um, Paddington two episode. Billy Zane in Titanic. Ooh, Billy Zane in Zoolander. <laughs> it's Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. <laughs> Billy Zane in everything. <laughs> Shut it, Zane. <laughs> to walk up to walk up I think that I can be a summer systems let's dance different different not, that's not Billy Zane that's David Bowie yeah. disqualified excellent women the 40s uh, Barbara Stanwyck double indemnity the 50s Gloria Swanson Sunset Boulevard. Kim Novak. Um, Vertigo. Correct, yeah. Vivian hey. Lee. <laughs> uh, uh, Streak I'm in design. 60s and Bancroft. Psycho. The graduate. She's Mrs. Robinson. Incredible. Elizabeth Taylor. Who's afraid of Virginia mm. Woolf? Well, this is getting shambolic now. <laughs> Shirley MacLaine. The apartment will. <laughs> the 70s. Ellen Burstyn. The exorcist will. Diane Keaton. Annie Hall will. Louise Fletcher. <laughs> Over <laughs> the cuckoo's nest, well, Jenna Rollins. It's a tie between Opening Night and A Woman Under the Influence. Will the eighties? Sheila McLean and Deborah Winger. Terms of Endearment. Well, Isabella Rossellini. Blue Velvet. Will Kathy Bates. Misery. Yeah, well done. Hey. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Uh, when Harry met Sally. Correct. Look, you've got mail. <laughs> the 90s. Jodie Foster. Silence. I'm back. I'm back. He's back. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Batman Return. Correct. 
<laughs> Nicole Kidman. Oh, um, uh, 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 what? I don't know. What am I? What are these? Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Two words. Sharon Sharon Stone. Basic Instincts. Casino. Oh, but I, I've changed that. That's <laughs> Have you ever fucked on cocaine, Nick? Incredible. Oh, the, that's the greatest sweat scene I've ever seen. Just a... <laughs> it's the greatest scene I've ever seen. <laughs> the 2000s. Isabelle Huppert, the piano teacher, is French. And you hate French people. Uh, <laughs> uh, Reese with a spoon. Legally Blonde. Election. <laughs> Julianne Moore, it's a tie between two films. Oh, we're not, not that one. Um, not what one, one? Psycho. <laughs> no, um, Hannibal, I'm not doing... No, it's not Hannibal, it's Magnolia no. and Boogie Nights. I, give me some credit, I do love <laughs> Hannibal. I don't think <laughs> it's one of the best performances ever. Uh, the 2010s, Kate Blanchett, it's a tie between two films. Mm, I do not know. One of them, your clue is lesbians. One of them, your clue is Woody Allen. Oh, well, in that case, I won't know. Blue Jasmine, Carol. Rooney Mara, again, it's a tie. Your clue is lesbians and your clue is um, bisexual um, Swedish uh, adaptation. Uh, uh, the, uh... Go with the dragon tattoo, Carol again. <laughs> it's got to be lesbian with somebody, Will. Uh, and Olivia Coleman for the favourite Roger season two. No, uh, yes, peep show. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, that was fun. That, that was... was fun. Which actually, let's just go into it now. Let's do um, what? Uh, let's do. Oscar Travesty. Uh, as hey. we mentioned a lot, it was uh, uh, the apartment swept when my computer decides to not freeze on me. Come on, big boy. <laughs> Just called my computer big boy. Um, and there we are. We're going to share, right? Yes, now 1960, we have. Are you doing it on purpose or not? Me? Yes, you. No, I'm, I'm just sat here waiting for the screen to look. No, what, I mean my... I'm trying to psych you out. I mean my pissing computer. Oh, shit on oh, me. the big boy. There we are. Hello. Um, it is hello, isn't it? You can see. Oh, no. I can't, actually. Oh, now I can. Hey. Just psych me out again. Uh, the apartment, best picture. I mean, I'm not going to argue with any of the apartment wins here. I have to say, sorry to ruin the fun. Um, <laughs> yes, the Alamo. I haven't seen it. The Sundowners. I haven't seen it. Sons of oh. Lovers. Oh, go on. Are the producers. Oh, the uh, the producers' names. Not. Producers are always named for best are picture. They? The producers are the ones who win Best Picture. Oh. Have you never known oh. this? Oh, that's why Weinstein has so many best... Oh, that's why. 
There you go. That's why they always get, that's why it's always random people who go up <laughs> to accept the first picture. <laughs> and then it, it varies. Sometimes it's like a producer who's like, that's why La La Land, Damien Chazelle yeah. doesn't speak. It's those four random bold men. I, I want to give this to my friend in Moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy to share this with my friends <laughs> at uh, <laughs> Moonlight. Yeah, uh, Billy Wilder, best director, he should have won for most of the films he's ever done. The one for a month. Jack Lemon for the apartment. Uh, uh, right, here we go. Okay, this is when it gets interesting. I love Burt Lancaster. I think that Jack Lemon in the apartment is a better performance. However, I also think that Anthony Perkins is the best performance of that year and he's not nominated. So what's happening there? Sort it out. Uh, Shirley for the apartment should have won without a shadow of a doubt. It's on my list. Um, Janet Leigh, Best Supporting Actress, was quite a surprising nomination for me. I didn't know that uh, she was nominated. I'd, I'd give it to her. I think she does a pretty excellent job at bringing us into this world. Um, yeah. Best Supporting Actor. Maybe, yeah, I'd give Marty Balsam a nomination, I think. Oh, Columbo has been nominated. Peter Falk. <laughs> yeah. Did you, oh, I, did, love, I love Columbo. Do you know the really depressing facts about the end of Peter Falk's life? What? He got dementia and he thought that he was Columbo. Did he actually? Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. I mean, I mean, it's really sad, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of sad, but also living life is, is, is that must be quite a nice way. Yeah, I guess. No, 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 I'm just trying to find some good out of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of Tunes of Glory, so let's give <laughs> let's give Psycho a nomination. Uh, best Cinematography, Black uh, and White. What is it? Oh, well, let's do Best Music Score. Come on. It's one of the oh. most iconic scores of all time. Yeah. What is happening? Um, best Art Direction, Black and White. But, oh, my God, I'm so rude. Um, there you go. There's a nomination. Yeah. There. He got nominated for cinematography as well. I actually think that is the best-looking film of those. Uh, again, I haven't seen Sons and Lovers, so perhaps Sons and Lovers wins. Oh, I love classic film posters. They're great. Oh yes, they're excellent. I, as a as a creator of of posters myself, mm. uh, that, oh, I, I love. Them. I think that'll be my thing when I become a famous director. I will like make sure that the producers commission proper painted posters like old fashioned. Well, yeah, you, yeah. Get, get well, me on, get me on the job. Apart from all the times that you said that you would paint me a poster for my screenplays. Um, I, I, I do a very intense degree, Tom. This is true. Will's favorite building. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your degree. Will's favorite building or set? Oh, that's a, that's a nice little. Yeah. It's an um, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Is it tough? I think the the motel slash house is iconic and yeah, looks excellent. The motel or the house, though. Oh, okay, 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 yes, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I do love that shot where she's just sat in the window. Looking from the motel. 
that's a good thing. But it is just, yeah, the house just looks... I, I think it's the house, because that's where, that's where the horror happens. That's like the epicenter. The deep horror. Yeah. And then that, and the family go to the basement. Whoa. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, that 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 basement scene, petrifying. A single light bulb, that that rocking chair. Uh, rocking chairs are great. Why don't people do rocking chairs anymore? I, I I've got three at home. You, I think you've sent oh. someone. When you you must have come. You. It's like a, it's a it's a. Upholstered rocking chairs. It's a bit modern, but it's still from like the fifties. It's not like mechanical. I do love rocking chairs. If if I if there was a rocking chair in your house when I went, I will have found it. Oh no! I think you sat there most of the night. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, because I was infuriating the. Uh, there was somebody who didn't like me, and I was infuriating her. Yeah, I just <laughs> it was sat, very, sat, sat there with your red wine <laughs> on the rocking chair. A very something to do. Yes. Uh, Indeed. Alas, better times. Uh, best soundtrack title. Oh, thank you. <laughs> better times. My, my lovely party. Well, it was the company, Well, Thank you. Oh, not Michael, but I was No. Yes. Okay. Uh, Psycho, Prelude, The City, Marion, Marion and Sam, Temptation, Flight, Patrol Car, The Car Lot, The Package, The Rainstorm, Hotel Room. The window, the parlour, the madhouse, the people, the bathroom, the murder, the body, the office, the curtain, the water, the car lot part two. The night, the search, the first floor, cabin part one, cabin part two, the hill, the bedroom, the toys, the cellar, discovery, finale. <laughs> you sound, that's what it is. Um, that, you <laughs> I just like John Cooper Clark. Oh, one of his a, sort of poems. It's a renter car, baby. Trash it, bash it, do what you want. <laughs> I'm at okay. I'm trying. It's evidently chicken down. It the, the cops like to bash you. The cops like to thrash you. Get thrashed, get bashed. Do what you want. Do what you want. Get in your stash. Get some cash. La have a lash. Have a slash. Do a bash. Uh, your name's Gash. That's my John Cooper Clark impression. Great. It's a rent-a-car, baby. <laughs> uh, best single minute, I'll start this time. It's the end. It's that final pull into Norman. Incredible. Yeah. Why he wouldn't harm a fly. Which uh, I have the best one. The stare death. I mean, I really like the... <coughs> oh, that's what's my change. That's oh, what's my okay. change. All right, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. You do have to give it a moment of... I presume you're talking about not the... I presume you're talking specifically about the falling down the stairs. I am. Yeah. Because the rest looks... is incredibly made. It's oh, just, yeah. It is a... No, it's a very awkward shot. Um, I don't know what it is. I've always just... I've, it's always... It's never affected. It's better... It's a better falling down the stairs shot than in your um short <laughs> film <laughs> what's it what's it called Mo mummy's baby boy baby oh, boy mummy's boy is uh, one of my theatricals okay <laughs>
okay, great. Now I'll have to sift through that. Yeah. There you go. That'll pop <laughs> up now. The <laughs> wonderful um, friend of both of us, Sam Mandagomi, um, who, uh, yeah, falling down. And then Bryony Wilson at yeah. the top of the stairs. Uh, and then freeze frame on Bryony. And then I think I say something like, the shits hit the fan or something. <laughs> <laughs> The peripheral shit is about to hit the very real fan. Great stuff. Better days again. Uh, best line. Oh, what's your single minute? I tell a Thank line. you, Tom. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I was convinced because obviously the ending, I, I mentioned it in my favourite parts because I mm. think I do love that, that the, the, the sort of the last half of the shower scene when she just the, the slow zoom and the, I love that, the whole, that's great. Best line. It's sad when a mother has to speak the words that condemn her own son, but I couldn't allow them to believe that I would commit murder. They'll put him away now, as I should have years ago. He was always bad, and in the end he intended to tell them I killed those girls and that man as if I could do anything but just sit and stare, like one of his stuffed birds. They know I can't move a finger, and I won't. I'll just sit here and be quiet, just in case they do suspect me. They're probably watching me. Well, let them, let them see what kind of person I am. I'm not even going to swap that fly. I hope they are watching, they'll see. They'll see and they'll know and they'll see. Why she wouldn't harm a fly. It's as if Norma Bates was still still with us. <laughs> uh, do you go out with friends? Boys best friends is his mother. <laughs> it's not like my mother is a maniac or a raving thing. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes, haven't you? Yes. Sometimes one time can be enough. I quote. Maybe oddly, I quote those two an awful lot. But a boy's best friend is his mother. Not, not, not talking about my own mother, but like if any, any time anybody's too close to their mother, I will go, a boy's best friend is always his mother. And the, um, any time anybody does anything crazy, I'll say, oh, we all go a lot mad sometimes. Um, mother, oh God, mother, blood, blood. Sometimes Saturday night is a lovely sound. Lonely sound, shit. You ever notice that Lila? Lila. <laughs> Good name. Why aren't they more Lilas? I, I, I'll be honest, Tom. I do not possess the answer to that question. Damn it. I thought that was going to be in your research. <laughs> no, I tell you, no. I won't have you bringing some young girl in for supper by candlelight. I suppose in the cheap, erotic fashion of young men <laughs> with cheap, erotic minds. Mother, please. And then what? After supper, music, whispers. Mother, she's just a stranger. She's hungry and it's raining out. Mother, she's just a stranger. As if men don't desire strangers. 
as if oh, I refuse to speak of disgusting things because they disgust me. You understand, boy? Go on, go tell her. She'll not be appeasing her ugly appetite with my food or my son. Or do I have to tell her because you don't have the guts, boy? You have the guts, boy. People always mean well. They cluck their thick tongues and shake their heads and suggest, oh, so very delicately. Poetry, poetry, delivered marvelously. Will you have any lines? I like, um, oh, mother, she, she, she isn't quite herself today. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's great. I, 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 any line referencing mother. And, this, and I think it's done very subtly, actually. Um, if you did know the twist, you wouldn't guess. I don't uh, No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I like a son as a poor substitute for a lover. That's the good one. That's... Why did... Mm, don't look as if you're reminiscing there. That was... <laughs> I'm not reminiscing. <laughs> oh. We'll we get to this, this now, I guess. I feel really sorry for Norman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know he's a murderer, but also I feel very... And I think this bleeds a lot into Psycho 2, actually, which we'll get to. But basically, it's not a spoiler. It opens with, it's obviously 22 years later, and he's been cured. He's, he's all right. And um, but suddenly all these notes start appearing from mother and people start calling. And um, yeah, no, he's, he's the plot of Psycho 2 is Norman trying as hard as he possibly can to not become the psycho that he was made to be. After 22 years, Norman Bates is home. They say he's all right. Psycho 2. The mystery continues. Rated R. Starts Friday at a theater near you. I think it's a. I think it's a, Norman Bates, um, Annie Wilkes, and Alex Forrest. Misery and Fatal Attraction are the three villains that I feel sympathy for. I. Misery is a tough. One, because by the time that you know you can't eat it, and um, that scene, you're like, oh, okay, she's gone. I, I get, get her. Yeah. But <laughs> the dinner scene where he puts oh. her, and she knocks. I feel so. I, I could cry. It's so. I'm gonna put my Liberace records on. And she just loves his books. It's when she she's... comes in with the gun, and she goes, hmm, maybe I'll put some bullets in. It's enough to break your heart. Poor Annie. <laughs> Poor Annie Wilkes. Maybe she shouldn't have killed those kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> same, same, with, uh, same with, you know, Alex, Alex Forrest. I mean, obviously, as the film goes on, you know, she gets you know, psychotic and kills bunnies and stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's there in the script. You know, I won't be ignored, Dan. It starts off, is Shandon is pregnated her. I mean, it wasn't, you know, she was fully into it. And I think fair enough, you know, I don't think, watching it again, you can 
sonnets be on Michael Douglas's side that it was propositioned as a bit of fun. It really was. This isn't some crazy affair. Anyway, we'll get to that eventually in Fatal Attraction. I've lost where I am, Will. Is it What's the Change? Uh, we are, yeah, What's the Change? What's the Change? You start. You've talked a little bit it, already. It's, yeah, it's just that shot. Well, when he's, he's running up to the top, Norman comes out dressed as Norma. And he's, ah. Um, it, it's just, that's great. And then you see, obviously, he's just standing in front of a green screen going, and it's, I mean, when Rear Window came out before, way before. Yeah, 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 was, nine, yeah. 50, 54. Yeah, I think I'm just window. disappointed in Hitchcock, really, to say he's very, very well technically accomplished. Mm. He could have done a falling down the stairs scene very easily. Yeah. It's weird, because obviously he's got quite a breadth of films, but I think we've really pinpointed a 10-year slot, because we started with um, Strange Sort of... Tr no, we started with... Anyway, it doesn't matter. But we've only done films in the 10, the ten years between Strange on a Train and Psycho. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I think if we were going to slot another one in, it would probably be Rebecca from the 40s. Um, the only film he won, uh, oh, no, he didn't, he didn't win Best Director, I tell a lie. It's the only Hitchcock film to win Best Picture. Oh, that's sad. That's very sad. He did get an honorary award. Uh, yeah. The music sting, I think it's because of the, it's become too iconic and everything, but every time I hear it now, it, it, it does lose its effect in the film. And it's it it's probably because it's overused. It's yes. overused. And I, I think it should just be used once in that shower scene. Yeah. Well, no, this is my thing. I don't think it is overused actually in the film. I think it's because it's overused mm. in the past 60 years. We've heard it so much that yeah. it's overused in pop culture. I think, yeah, that if people just ignored it, which obviously they're not going to. It's an iconic uh, piece of music, iconic piece of film. Uh, then I don't think it would affect us as much. Anything left from your notes? Uh, yes, I've written down. Um, oh, I, I love whenever Hitchcock uses his daughter yeah. uh, in films. Um, and especially the, the, when she's like, oh, I think he was learning with you. Um, but I think he noticed my wedding ring. That, that's that's Hitchcock basically saying, my daughter's very ugly and uh, you want to be paying attention to this woman. I mean, yeah, Janet Leo. <laughs> I mean, going to pick Janet oh. Leo. Oh, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, Hitchcock. Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it, if it was a decision, I don't know. Anything else? Uh, that is it. Obviously, we can talk about Jamie Lee Curtis, the daughter of Janet Lee and uh, Tony Curtis, who came to fame in the 1978 film Halloween, which was, in a way, the next influential slasher film after this. It obviously sparked uh, what we now know as the slasher film. Mm -hmm. um, do you know the other link between Halloween and Psycho, Will? Oh, 
Um, I do not. The uh, character of Dr. Sam Loomis. They're, they're, for some reason, they're both called Sam Loomis. I mean, it's not for some reason, it's a direct reference to Psycho. Yeah, uh, yeah no, Sam Loomis, the boyfriend, and then Donald Pleasance, the man tracking down Michael Myers. I shot him five times! Is, is, is called Dr. Sam Loomis. Psycho 2, we've already talked about it a little bit. I, I, I highly recommend anybody to watch Psycho 2. Yeah. Great. Great film. Um, we can't neglect that this is black and white by choice. Uh, you know, by yeah. this point, well, The Apartment uh, was the last black and white film to uh, win Best Picture with, until which film will? The Artist. Schindler's List. Oh, Schindler's it was choice. It's all I right. Completely, completely forgot about Schindler's List. <laughs> Apologise to me. Uh, the VO, uh, the voiceover is wonderfully effective. Mm. Great little. Yeah. She has that smile. <laughs> um, for me, watching it now, it feels so epically modern that I don't understand why they wanted to do a remake. I wasn't able to do the remake. Uh, watch the remake. You watched. How far did you get? Oh, I I got to get into the motel, so I didn't see much of Vince Vaughn. Yeah. But maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's famously shot for shots. Uh, yeah, it, I think it was... Sant. I'm not sure if it was meant to be... Oh, this, oh, I think it was more of a project. Yeah. Just to, oh, let's see if we can accurately... I mean, it's, it's incredibly accurate to say of all the shot for shot remakes you mm. get, they do it very well. Gus Van Sant famously commented, and we don't know whether this was a bit of backtracking, or not, but he said, I wanted to make it so that nobody else could. So maybe he wanted to be like, remakes are terrible, I'm gonna make the worst remake ever. And then so no one ever tries to attempt to remake Psycho? Maybe, I don't think it was just Psycho. I think he was saying, this is how bad remakes are, but also, it what you know, but also like, it's got a great cast. It's got an incredible cast. It's got Ju Julianne Moore, William H. Macy, Macy. Yeah. Philip Baker Hall, uh, Vince Vaughn's great and other things. Uh, from yeah. what I've seen, from what I've seen, I, he doesn't seem to be as bad as everybody makes out. No. I think it's just because, oh, it's that guy from Wedding Crashes. But mm. No, it's... You don't really see him do straight often. And when he does do straight, I mean, he just plays Vince Vaughn in everything, doesn't he? He's, one of, he's like him and Owen Wilson. They just you motivated son of a bitch, you. <laughs> I was married for three years. I was faithful for two of them. Oh, no, sorry. I've been, we've been married 20 years. I've been faithful for three of them. Um, great film. Buddy Crushes. Very different. I love it. Very different from <laughs> Paco. Um, also from my notes, uh, first, this is the first film ever will to show what? A flushing toilet. A flushing toilet, hey. yes. Can you not flush a toilet? I'm gonna sing Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd or Rebecca G then. And don't forget all the trouble we got into. Why does somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? For me. Well, it was fucking one of yes. Disgusting. Uh, yes. 
Anthony Perkins, do you know who Anthony Perkins' good friend was? Oh, let's have a think. Richard they, Durson. They used to do murder mystery nights where they'd set up clues and throw parties with all these famous Broadway stars. I don't know. Stephen Sondheim. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Yes, and they used to throw these murder mystery nights and one of them, uh, Lee Remick, uh, sorry, The Omen, uh, The Follies oh, concert. Great. And um, she, they failed the mystery because uh, she ate one of the cupcakes on arrival because she thought it was a snack and they all had letters on them. Uh, which was spelling out the first clue. Incredible. If I could be one place in time, I would want to be at one of Anthony Perkins and Stephen Sondheim's <laughs> murder mystery nights. <laughs> just incredible. And they actually ended up writing a script called The Last of Sheila. Um, but it's one of those where it's like, you know, out of print. I'm waiting for somebody to do a really nice Blu-ray. They will do eventually. Somebody will do it. Um, no, not Studio 54? I, I probably want to go to Studio 54. Oh, yeah. But we're this is the earliest, haven't we? So we do a murder mystery oh. night and then we'd go to Studio 54. <laughs> for Dolly Parton's uh, birthday party where they got a bunch of wild horses and <laughs> sheep in there shitting everywhere. Putting bags of money in the roof because they had too much money on hand. Just bowls of coke. Um, better times. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's Book Corner. It is based on a book. Uh, yes. I didn't get to read it. Do you know some of the big changes? Um, I should do because of the movie Hitchcock. Is it, they, that's it's yeah. based around that, isn't it? Well, I mean, we should he talk was, about it. He was called Mary. She's called Mary Crane. That's a big change. Yeah, she gets beheaded. Oh, oh no, you can't it, do that on the follows. The it follows Norman an awful lot more. Um, the the invention of not the invention of uh, Marion Crane, but the whole concept of um, her being such a lead uh, yeah. was not in the book. Also, Norman is not an Anthony Perkins type. It's a much like Ed Gein, who the uh, book was based on. It's a balding, fat, schlubby guy who you like. Oh, okay, yeah, no, he probably would. Kill people and make suits. Yeah, because yeah, Ed Gein uh, was the influence for three different films. Do you know them? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, Science of the Lambs, this yeah. and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, alternate ending corner, we don't really have one. A few fun facts. A few fun facts. It's time for a few fun when the cast and crew began work on the first day, they had to raise their right hands and promise not to divulge one word of the story. Hitchcock also withheld the ending part of the script from his cast until he needed to shoot it, pardon me. Alfred Hitchcock was so pleased with the score written by Bernard Herrmann that he doubled the composer's salary to $34,501. Oh, that was a lot. Hitchcock later said 33% of the effect of Psycho was due to the music. Walt Disney refused to allow Hitchcock to film at Disney World in the early 1960s because Hitchcock had made that disgusting movie Psycho. <laughs> On set, Alfred Hitchcock would always refer to Anthony Perkins as Master Bates. 
Oh, you dirty bastard. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock bought the rights to the novel anonymously uh, for only 9,000. He then bought up as many copies of the novel as he could to keep the ending a secret. Although Janet Lee was not bothered by the filming of the Fowler Showerhorn, uh, seeing it on film profoundly moved her. She later remarked that it made her realize how vulnerable a woman was in a shower. The end of her life, she always took baths. This, this sounds like a lot like you. You went through your terrified of shower phase, didn't you? Because you had a psycho shower. What? Sure. Was it, was it, you were saying you couldn't shower for a long no. time after watching Psycho? Now, at the old house, we had a shower that had one of those screen doors where you can't see through. Uh. I wasn't scared of showers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't scared of showers. I just, yeah, no. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't it Hitchcock's hand holding the... A or is that times. just in the movie? No, it's yeah. a few times, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shots there. After the movie's mm -hmm. release, Sir Alfred Hitchcock received an angry letter from the father of a girl who refused to have a bath after seeing the wonderful French film uh, Les Diaboliques, which has a famous bath scene, and now, yeah, and now refused to shower after seeing this movie, Hitchcock sent a note back simply replying, send her to the dry cleaners. Uh, Ed Gein, this, what's special about the score, Will? Uh, 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 uh. Da, da, da. Uh, uh, what, oh, give me a clue. Is it something musically? It's all string instruments. Oh. Like Alan Arifi. Every theatre that showed this movie had a cardboard cutout installed in the lobby of Sir Alfred Hitchcock pointing to his wristwatch with a note saying, the manager of this theatre has been instructed at the risk of his life not to admit to the theatre any persons after the picture starts. Any Spur, spurious? Attempts to enter by side doors, fire escapes, or ventilating shafts will be met by force. The entire objective of this extraordinary policy, of course, is to help you enjoy Psycho more. A good policy, they should do it more often. Janet Lee <laughs> received threatening letters after this movie's release detailing uh, what they would like to do to Marion Crane. One was so grotesque that she passed it on to the FBI. The culprits were discovered, and the FBI said that she should notify them straight away if she received any more letters. There's some bad people in there. Yeah. Uh, while writing the screenplay, Joseph Stefano was in therapy dealing with his relationship with his own mother. According to biographers, Sir Alfred Hitchcock had a troubled relationship with his own domineering mother, who, like Mrs. Bates, forced him to stand at the foot of her bed and tell her everything that had happened to him. Although the real relationship was not as disturbed as the movie, I would hope so. Um, Marty Balsam plays the heroic and tragic private investigator Milton Arbogast in this movie. Norman Bates, the second victim in the film. Martin Balsam also played a serial killer on The Twilight Zone season four, episode 13. The New Exhibit, and it's a great episode. He played a museum employee who takes home and is made to take care of wax figures of a variety of serial killers throughout history, including Jack the Ripper. The character turns out to be a serial killer by the episode's end, and he talks to the other wax figures in the episode, much like Norman does in the movie. Oh, I like that. I know Twilight Zone. Well, 
The shot of the knife appearing to enter Marion's abdomen was achieved by pressing it against her body so to dent the skin, withdrawing it rapidly, and then playing the shot backwards. Like Pulp Fiction. Which one? Uh, the injection. That oh, was yeah. shot backwards. Because that's a great, that's a, that's a good scene. That's a good scene. It's a great film. <laughs> you know, these are... <laughs> <laughs> these are incredible, incredible, incredible films. Closing line, Hall of Fame. Why she wouldn't harm a fly. It's an excellent closing line. It's probably one of my favourites. One of my sneakers. Yeah, it's, that's up there. Synopsis of a sequel. Well, we've got one and it's excellent in Psycho 2. Tom's big question. Ooh. Is Anthony Perkins in this the best performance in an Alfred Hitchcock film? Yes. <laughs> Again, we've been doing all this a lot, actually, with Hitchcock movies. Do you prefer the first half of this film or the second half? Um, uh, the second half, because there's more Norman Bates. Yeah, that's true. I love when he's chewing, when he's with this candy. I love his candy. Not Robbie Williams' candy. Right, mm -hmm. and that thus concludes uh, our month. Well, Series two, is that? Yeah, no, that's series yeah. two as well. Thus concludes well, series wow. two. Thus concludes our month of Hitchcock. Will, do you have any, any, I don't know. Anything to say? I've got, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Uh, we've got some great films coming up. Cena Royale, Superbad, Goodfellas, Tim's Been Demon. And our next specialised fortnight is... Meryl Mania. We've got some great films coming up there. As well as uh, the final two episodes of our Inside Number Nine retrospectives, uh, season four and season five. Very exciting. Naturally. Very exciting. And then we're going to, uh, yeah, no, and then uh, marvellous, marvellous stuff. And we're just going to keep on going forward, keep on going forward. Will until somebody until stops us. Somebody <laughs> stops us. Uh, well, I won't allow it. Uh, Will, uh, I've been Thomas Crothers. Tom, I've been Will Legacy. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> very weird. And I found a lovely uh, commercial where Anthony Perkins plays Norman Bates and he's talking about cereal. So that's how we're going to end it. Bye-bye. I always do what Mother tells me, but I never could eat oatmeal until I found oatmeal raisin crisp. Now this is oatmeal made my way. Crispy flakes with oatmeal, a bit of brown sugar, and loaded with raisins and almonds. Oatmeal raisin crisp. It's scary how good it tastes. Oatmeal crisp, oatmeal raisin crisp. Look, Mother, I'm eating my oatmeal. Now that's a good boy.